Hello, and welcome to Breaking Through, a photonics media podcast series that examines the role of women in photonics. I'm your host, Justine Murphy. In this episode, I talk with Mackenzie Van Camp, a PhD candidate at Boston University. She was first introduced to photonics as a graduate student during an internship at IBM's TJ Watson Lab. This experience ultimately instilled within her a love of photonics, both as a technology on its own and as an enabling technology that could potentially bring more quantum mechanics to the market for practical real-world use. Van Camp's area of study centers on ways to apply quantum mechanics of light for higher precision measurements, specifically in sensing applications. She is working with a process called spontaneous parametric down conversion, which is essentially taking one photon and splitting it into two. She notes that this is a relatively well-established technology, but that her work with it is following a different avenue. What I'm working on that's different is I'm trying to make this a very broadband process. So instead of putting one photon in and getting one very specific ratio of the energies out, what I want to do is put one photon in and kind of get two rainbows out, right? Because energy corresponds to wavelength. And instead of having, you know, exactly like two green photons coming out, I want to have two rainbows come out, each have having a bandwidth of a couple hundred nanometers. And so the reason this is interesting is because we could use this to combine some um, of the nice properties of white light interferometry, which is a classical effect, with some of the cool things you can do with quantum interferometry. And we're hoping to be able to use this to make ideally sub-femtosecond measurements of polarization mode dispersion in bulk optics. Since deciding on this career path, Van Camp has had hurdles to face as a young female scientist emerging in a historically male-dominated industry. I think most women would say yes, they've experienced some challenges here. Um, It's I can't say I've ever encountered like a comic book villain kind of person, you know. I, I've never met someone who was like, hee hee hee, twirling their mustache, like I must oppress women. Um, <laughs> but you, you run into people who I think don't realize how much what they say and do can have an impact, particularly on a young person. Like when I was, back when I was a high school student, my physics teacher at the time being, when I was a freshman, being really skeptical of the idea of me pursuing physics and thinking that I should pursue biology for no reason other than that's more of a girl thing Um, to kind of the the flip side of when you are a young woman in a field like this and you're sometimes the only woman in the room this sense that you have to be perfect because you're this you're the token you're representing all women and so you have to be better than everybody or else why are you in the room? Right. Um, that's a challenge in itself. That, that's a hard one. And it's, yeah. is that internal? Is that external? I don't know. But a lot of other young women that I've met and worked with have described feeling similar ways when they've been one of the only or one of very few women in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that was really difficult when I was younger was not having, not knowing any older female role models. There were plenty of other young women in my physics undergrad program, but it wasn't until later in my program that there were actually women on the teaching staff. And that was great. Like every time I met another woman who was older than me, I was like, oh my God, we don't all vanish once we turn 30. Like it's seeing older women succeeding in the field, 
made me feel so much more optimistic. And so now I seek out opportunities to meet other women just because it feels, it makes everything feel more possible. Right. Knowing that it's not just, you know, you and like the two other grad students in the hallway, right? There's a community of other women right. who are doing this. They're out there. Has there been any work that you, not that someone would, you know, stand in front of you and say you can't do this. Has, have you felt a kind of challenge in that way where you tried to do something or you want to do something, but you feel like there's a huge hurdle in front of you? And how did so you I've actually get around that? felt more pressure about things like that from other women. When I was a undergraduate and considering what specialty in physics I wanted to pursue, I had older women telling me like, oh, well, you don't want to do solid state physics because it's all that cryogenic stuff and it's really heavy. Or like, I'll, I'll be moving equipment in the lab and occasionally, I, I never get comments from the men that I work with, but sometimes other women will be like, oh, you don't need to carry that. That's what the guys are for. I'm like, no, I, I do need to carry this, and it's fine. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I, think, I think men have more of a sense they need to be on good behavior sometimes, and <laughs> other women, it, maybe sometimes it's teasing, maybe sometimes it's we put up with enough stuff, why do you have to do this? Right. It's, I don't think the motivation is always the same, but... There, I have gotten more kind of like gatekeeping sort of comments like that. That's interesting. From, from women than from yeah. men. Despite such encounters, Van Camp has become more confident in her focus and capabilities as a scientist. Reflecting back on her experiences, she is able to offer advice to young women who are at a point where she once stood. If you're someplace where people are making you feel uncomfortable just for being there, pick your battles. Like, there, I had mentioned this feeling sometimes that when you're one of the only women in the room, you feel like you have to be this perfect representative sometimes. Mm -hmm. there, there can also be a sense that if something isn't right, you have to fix it. Sometimes so you can also vote with your feet and just go someplace where they treat you better. And I, I feel like it takes until you're a little bit older and a little more confident to be able to say sometimes that you can't fix every problem and that sometimes the answer is to just go someplace else which is also a way of saying like that, that it's not okay. You don't have to solve everything yourself. Things are true. not perfect, but they keep getting better. But that doesn't mean that you have to put up with anything that you don't want to right. if you're in a bad situation. Find a topic that they think is fulfilling and that also has career prospects that they like. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I know like some folks will find a certain area fulfilling, but it doesn't necessarily have the types of careers that are the things that will make them happy. So like a, a, a mix of, you know, your daydreamy science hopes and pragmatism, and then just go for it. And if people are telling you no or standing in your way, like, you know, pick out the constructive bits of it, ignore the rest, and move on and do what you're going to do. Right. Have, have confidence in yourself. Be a bit stubborn. Go after what you want. This has been Breaking Through, a photonics media podcast that examines the role of women in photonics. Thank you to Mackenzie Van Camp for talking with us and sharing her experiences. This podcast was written and produced by Justine Murphy for Photonics Media.